1025 It's time to talk football It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Scoreboard as we edge towards the start of the new league season James Forrest is the main man at Celtic tonight As his testimonial takes place against Athletic Bilbao Rangers gear up for the new campaign with an open training session at Ibrox With some notable absentees And Motherwell add Theo Bear and Liam Donnelly returns to Kilmarnock As the transfer wheel continues to turn I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans. Two things should happen at Celtic Park tonight, Gordon. One is that James Forrest should get a standing ovation from tens of thousands of Celtic supporters after all he has done for the club. 23 trophies won in his 13 first team years there and only two off equaling the Lisbon Lion, Bobby Lennox. And the second thing that should happen... There should be a civilised welcome back to Brendan Rodgers, his first game at Celtic Park as manager since leaving for Leicester four years ago. This is supposed to be the formal, official part of the show. <laughs> Speaking of formal, we'll get to that in a minute, where I tell everyone the phone number and how they can get in touch. So I'll do that, 01419511025. But it is an exciting new time for Clyde One Super Scoreboard. You can watch as well as listen and my goodness, Hugh Keevans has not disappointed <laughs> Mark Wilson. For the people who are listening, for the old school amongst us, yes. would you care to describe your attire this evening? I am wearing, uh, quite simply, a tuxedo, a <laughs> dress shirt and a bow tie. And I do this for two reasons. I pay Because you always homage. dress like that. Well, on special occasions, I pay homage to the cultural phenomenon that is Super Scoreboard, now streaming live, whatever that means, Mark. And I also dress in this fashion to pay tribute visually for the first time to Tony Bennett, a man <laughs> who knew his way around a tuxedo. Oh, no. We cannot open the piece, show yeah, chatting about Tony Bennett. But I'm not surprised to see Hugh in such attire. I mean, he's he's going into his fifth decade on this show, into a new is that era. All, is that all it is? Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I'm surprised. But hold on, we, we cannot start the show without addressing the elephant in the room. Or the elephant or, that's not in the room. Or the one that's absent Where from the he? room. Where is Gordon Dale? Where is my partner in crime? Pre-match nerves, maybe at the big show. Listen, who am I to who am I to speculate? I, I spoke to him last night. He was he was fine, and he's he's called. He's sick. I mean, we should wish him well, but we don't we don't really do that. Do we? we don't do sympathy no. very no, well for, no. for the fellow pundits. Well, I'd, last I'd, I spoke to him, he said he was going to get a sunbed for tonight because he was wanting to look his best. So I don't know if they've, <laughs> if they've retubed and burnt his nose or I don't know something something drastic well, has gone on well, maybe an, an outfit a wardrobe malfunction yeah it, by the way he was particularly concerned about what he was going to wear when I was chatting to him last week mm. but he was he was concerned about the way he sounded last week oh. as well now he, he confessed to me he's never listened to himself back but because this is a new show and, and visually he, he gave a watch and he, oh. and he says surely I don't sound like that I All said I that's what we've been putting up with for years all I can say to the Dazzler is if you're worried about what you are going to wear, follow this big guy. 
It's quite sensational. Anyway, it is a bright new dawn here on Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Where, well, you're eating your dinner, you can watch us as well as listen. The novelty certainly hasn't worn off. It's only night two, uh, so there's plenty more where this came from, uh, and we will, uh, I'm sure, reference it many times throughout the next couple of days, weeks, months, and who knows until it wears off. But for those of you out there who still just listen along, whether that's a smart device. I'll tell you what that is in a minute uh-huh. uh, Radio, your Clyde One app Whatever it may be Great to have you listening or tuning in or watching However you like to join us We love to have you 01419511025 You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB So get in touch Let us know what is on your mind We're on that sort of home straight If you like Towards the new Scottish Premiership season Always really like this week Because it's all a bit Unknown, you're allowed to dream. You can aim big for what your team's going to achieve. You can fear the worst if you're that way inclined. I know we are a very cynical footballing nation. Uh, so do whichever you wish. Uh, do get in touch. There is the testimonial tonight James Forrest, Celtic against Athletic Bilbao. I know there's a big crowd expected, so it would be nice to hear from anyone who is on their way to that one. And I guess what you're expecting, Celtic fans, I'm sure you want to pay tribute to James Forrest. It is the second homecoming for Brendan Rodgers. You might see some debutants, although it's a friendly and a testimonial. How important is it that you see something like what you're going to witness at the weekend when the Premiership starts? So do let us know on the usual number. Rangers fans, any of you out there away to that open training session today? I'm not sure they would give any secrets or game plans away, but no Fashion Sakala as an example. Nowhere to be seen. No Glenn Kamara. What does that suggest about their futures at the clubs or are we reading too much into it? Motherwell have been signing players. Kilmarnock are getting ready for the weekend. Lots happening. So 0141 951 1025. Can't wait for the weekend, Hugh. Well, magnificent. Starting at 12.30, Celtic Park, uh, Celtic Ross County and a great gesture by the club because James Forrest will unfurl the league flag won by Ange Postacoglu's team last season. Ordinarily, it would be the club captain, Callum McGregor, but... In deference to James and uh, what is taking place this week, he'll be the man on Saturday. And then Celtic have to follow it up by making sure that they get three points and then put pressure, if that's an allowable word, on the first day of the season, put pressure on Rangers away to Kilmarnock because Saturday signals the return of a draw is a disaster, a defeat is a catastrophe. Well, it's a bit early for that, Hugh, but no, you know, never, the never. things will gather quickly. I used to love this time, Gordon, uh, as a player, because the pre-season work was done. You know, pre-season games obviously play a big part in getting you up to fitness, but I think most players are glad to see the backroom and glad to see the competitive games return. Now, of course, some of your teams in the league have already faced uh, competitive games in the Viaplay Cup, but for Celtic, for Rangers, particularly for the fans... They've seen enough pre-season stuff. They want the real action to start. And you're right, tonight is an opportunity for Celtic fans to go along and pay tribute to a magnificent servant, a magnificent player for the club, but also see what Brendan Rodgers is bringing to the club this second time round and hoping that it looks good for Saturday's game. It's a tough one, this, isn't it? Because it is a testimonial. It's a famously relaxed footballing environment I mean James Forrest will play <laughs> you'd have to, yeah, you'd have to think, think so <laughs> uh, who I don't know maybe necessarily wouldn't play at the weekend there's always that sort of novelty feel to a testimonial so is it a difficult balance for Celtic to strike tonight uh, well I quite like the testimonials that happen in pre-season it's very rare that they happen now but you ever remember the Celtic was it Celtic Man United one there was that bit of 
you know, firing at a bit of bite because the players are realise that it should be a competitive game. A couple of the ones I played in were the end of the season, you know, and the players were, were done by that time in holiday mode and the tempo's down. I think this one will be different tonight, particularly for those who are starting the game and maybe those who haven't been involved with Brendan Rodgers before. It's their chance to show in front of a almost full Celtic mm, part what they can do. It's a gala occasion, but it's a serious event. The supporters, if possible, want to see Mike Navrovsky. Uh, they had a central defence in Dublin uh, at the weekend uh, when Celtic played Wolves of Stephen Welsh and Liam Scales. Now, you know, that would come as a huge shock to the fans if, if they were the pairing to play Ross County on Saturday. So they want to see Navrovsky. They want to see um, Quan. They want to see as many of the new signings as is possible. Uh, and they want to get a, a, a handle on the kind of football that Brendan mm. Rodgers intends to play. So it's all about James Forrest. However, there is a serious intent. 01419511025 if you'd like to get in touch on the phones or Twitter at Clyde SSB. So do please get in touch and let us know. I suppose for Rangers as well, there was that open training session. Mark, they are done in terms of public pre-season games Hoffenheim at the weekend so they've probably had all the clues that they can get if you like the Rangers fans yeah uh, they've seen a lot of action this year but I think that was needed when you're Michael Beale and you're assembling basically a full new squad and you've lost two of your biggest players who you've relied on for years then you need uh, as much competitive minutes as you can possibly get and that, that comes as a bonus to the Rangers fans who get to see it first hand um, I don't know how much you can take from a open training session. You know, it's a, a nice day out for the fans to get to see the players up close and personal and some wee drills that you're never likely to see. But Michael Beale will know in his head who he's starting 11 is going to be come Saturday evening um, because he's had plenty of time to assess. And the interesting thing, as is always, is when you bring in that many new players, how they all gel and how they start the, the beginning of the season because they have to start quick. There's no doubt about that. Michael Beale has to get his team up and running to put pressure on Celtic from the go. Do you know the beauty of this, right? So your f- fancy new studio, the fancy new streaming platforms that you're on. Apparently those who are watching on the stream can't hear you, can't hear anything really? at the moment. And now I'm torn because what's the point in me saying that? Because if they're watching on the stream, they won't hear. And if they're just listening on the radio, they don't care because they're not watching. They could lip read. <laughs> Wow Go and lip something into that camera there <laughs> yeah. The wonders of modern technology so What's this show honestly, too? Show too that's all gone pear shaped nah, nah, It's all good It's get all part yourself, of the drama Get yourself a Nokia I like how you've left that on the desk For the visuals that's So that everybody can see it I like it, I like it I'm sure that will feature many times uh, This season Susan is in East Kilbride Or certainly from East Kilbride Are you out and about tonight Susan? I am yeah We're just on our way to Parkhead Just now Me and my son are going to the game Oh, brilliant. So, I mean, do you go normally to games or is this a nice occasion to sort of, you know, get along to Celtic Park with it being a testimonial and so on? Yeah, I've been to a few games with my son, Aidan. Uh, Aidan's a big, big Celtic supporter. Um, I just, I followed James Forrest since he first started um, playing only because when he first started playing for Celtic, he was in my uncle's taxi and my uncle asked for his autograph for Aidan and he had a wee, a wee scrap of paper and Aidan's now 19 years old and he's still got a bit of paper. Uh, by the way, I like to see old school, yeah. much like yourself, <laughs> Nokia on the desk, yep. tuxedo, autographs, none of this selfie carry-on. No, no, no. 
autograph. Would James Forrest be, you know, he, he's, he's spanned the, the autograph and selfie era, Mark Wilson, yeah. such as he's yeah. been at his service to Celtic. Mm-hmm. You famously took him under your wing in the Celtic reserves. Wilson yep. and Forrest, a dream team down the right-hand side. One of you has got a testimonial tonight. The other one's sitting next to an old guy in the tux <laughs> with a stream with a stream that's only started working at quarter uh, past six. Where well, did it all go? Wrong yeah, exactly, it went wrong drastically <laughs> for me. Listen, with, with regard to autographs, I mean, if you ask John McGinn or famous John McGinn mm-hmm. of Aston Villa in Scotland fame, Tommy Gravison was the man who was his inspiration because Tommy Gravison <laughs> signed what? autographs. For two hours outside Celtic Park. That's just because you wanted to speak to people. I generally, I generally like going off on a tangent. Just not yet. Let's let's rein it in. Um, Seriously though, James James, to be getting his testimonial tonight. Again, it's remarkable to be at a club that long, like Celtic, Mm -hmm. and has so much success. um, Be a huge part in that success as well. Not a bit part player. um, It's just remarkable. He's. His personality, his character as well, uh, much to be admired about that. And like you mentioned going way back, playing in the reserves with him when he was up and coming, the work rate that that kid had as a winger in front of me was what stood out to me. And why Neil Lennon made the call, told it before and said, do you think he's ready for me to recommend to the, the, the first team? Which Neil did, and I think it fell in deaf ears until <laughs> so, uh, you, the Celtic fans have got you to thank. I think so. So, so sixty thousand going along tonight. You me to thank. Did you get an invite? I had to turn it down because <laughs> of the live stream. <laughs> no, I must have. I think James forgot my number, and he's obviously forgot the. It could have been had. really. You should be unfurling the. Well, it should championship be me and James hand in hand unfurling on, it and just on yeah, Saturday. Uh, uh, but he's, he's like he deserves it, and like he's still got more to offer. He signed a four. Was it a four-year yeah, deal yeah, a couple of seasons ago, mm-hmm. which was quite a surprise. But we've seen he's never going to be a starter now, an out-and-out star. But he's going to come in to games and make a difference. And Brendan Rodgers highlighted that when he first came in. Um, I mean, Susan, is it perhaps the the type of scenario that maybe James Forrest's contribution will be truly appreciated once he's you know he's not there in this day and age? Barely anyone makes it to testimonial level. Yeah. Hughes, you know, Hughes rhymed off the number of trophies and so on. Oh yeah, definitely. He's uh, he just so deserves this night, and I think it is going to be an absolutely fantastic atmosphere. Yeah, and Hugh, there's a lot that sort of marries up. This is about James Forrest, but as yeah. you mentioned, yeah. then it's you know it's Celtic's only home pre-season yeah. game. Yeah. It's the first one since Brendan Rodgers came back to the club, which is quite a big detail. In case you hadn't noticed, it could be a debut for a lot of these players. I'll get Gabriel, uh, who's there to give us team news very soon. So, well, so it's got the ingredients uh, of quite a, a night. A nice chance for me to ask Susan, uh, as a Celtic supporter, and Aidan there beside her. Yeah, even sitting here now. <laughs> when, uh, when Brendan had his first press conference uh, on his return to the club, you know, he looked slightly nervous to me, mm. careful of what he said, and did not want to apologise for leaving for Leicester City because he said he left Celtic in a good position. Are, are you going along there tonight, Susan? Welcoming back Brendan Rodgers, literally and metaphorically, with open arms. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I think, I think so because I mean he did do his job and he was here the first time round, and you know everyone was also when Ange came, everybody didn't think he'd go, and I think this time round, you think he's, he's probably learned a few things down left, and I think he'll do well up here again. Yeah, again, Mark, whether tonight 
impacts any of that or not we've been having this debate all week or sorry the tail end of last week and this week is you know how much does pre-season really matter what can you learn I feel like over the years I've seen so many teams put in surprising results and performances in pre-season and go on to have a bad season and vice versa do you pay much attention not much attention maybe individually you you look at players and you maybe get a grasp of what they're going to bring those new players but team performances no I say that from experience, Gordon, because I went on tours to Australia and America mm. and we were thumped time and time again <laughs> and we got slaughtered from guys in the tuxedo next to me <laughs> in the <laughs> press, you know. But then started the season well and everything's forgotten Is about. Is that because you overindulged in these exotic <laughs> cities? Well, a few of them were more like stag do's than, than pre-season camps. Oh, so great, that's what the Celtic fans well, want to hear. I know, but it's water under the bridge now, so... <laughs> Listen, uh, it's, it's not a recent phenomenon. I, I, I take you back to Celtic centenary and I, I'll bet you Susan remembers. Celtic started off, Billy McNeil came back to be manager, started off losing 5-1 to Arsenal at Celtic Park and won the Centenary League and Cup double. So, it's a story as old as the hills. And now we are going back, I must say. Right, there we are. Thank you very much to Susan. It's 01419511025. And you can tweet us as well, at Clyde SSB. So please do get in touch, whether you're heading along to that testimonial tonight, like Susan and Aidan, whether you've got any thoughts, Celtic fans, on who you want to see, whether you can actually learn anything, take anything from tonight into the weekend or not. At Rangers fans, what about you in terms of were you at that opening open training session today? No Sakala, um, they are no Glen Kamara. Does that signal the end? Are we now reading too much? I also liked, I think, Fashion Sakala put up a picture of him waving <laughs> on Instagram last night. <laughs> People commenting saying he looks to be waving. Does this mean he's late? I mean, that's the level of, uh, that's of journalism now analysis. here. People, people look into that um, every yeah, post but, but that we go to. It wasn't journalists we're looking into. It was Amateur people who are on social now, media. Everyone is. People really enjoying seeing you in the, you know, in HD or whatever it is that's going okay. on out there. Graham wants to know if your phone is powered by coal that you've you've held up the, the famous Nokia. I, I don't know what it's powered by. What, what are Nokia's powered by? I, I'm delighted to have the fancy new live stream in the studio, but yeah. I quite liked the fact that it was like, had a bit of mystique yeah, about it yeah, now yeah. it's like there yeah, for everyone to see no, I'm surprised that even though that phone's dreadful you've never even upgraded it to a slightly newer Nokia since I've known point. you no. no they keep sending me these uh, advertisements but um, I, I can't really do the link so <laughs> speaking of if you do want to watch as well as listen we're out there on Twitter live streaming the Clyde One Facebook page if you search for Clyde One Super Scoreboard on YouTube as well and if you say something that I never thought we would hear you say all I want you to do is lean into that microphone this is what the kids say stare at I don't even know which camera let's go for that one over there okay and just say like and subscribe like and subscribe in fact do it again and point down for me like and subscribe magnificent magnificent you know, oh. you know what's funny about that story five minutes before the show no, come on <laughs> he asked how much is it you had to, say, you had to explain to him that this is you free. can subscribe for free if this is news to you you don't have to pay uh, Hugh Keevans wasn't so sure but anyway 01419511025 and we'll take more of your calls next Clyde One Super Scoreboard hear it watch it search the YouTube stream now 
You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Hugh Evans like you've never seen him before in the Clyde One Super Scoreboard studio. He's dusted off a 70-year-old tuxedo uh, to wear, given that we can now be seen as well as listened to. I'm delighted about it. I must admit, some very good, well, mixed, in fact. Let's call it mixed feedback well, out there on social media. I don't know if McSoonis is making it his personal ambition to Photoshop a different pundit every night and get some uh, fame, but he's gone... It's a brilliant Photoshop job. I mean, you don't even know what that is, but we'll no. get to that. He's basically got you in your tux tonight with the mic in front of you um, and the sort of Casino Royale ah. billboard. It says the name's Tube. Specky <laughs> Tube. And I like he says, that. the new Bond looks terrible. <laughs> it does. But the money's the same. <laughs> you need to up your game for next week. Oh, yeah. I was astonished when he came through the door. <laughs> I still had no... Definite feedback about the whereabouts of your partner in crime. I thought someone would know something. Yeah, about where he spotted. is. The official line is he's phoned in sick. Basically, he phoned me today and I was in an awful panic. And he did sound terrible for what it's worth. Yeah, but he's a great, he's a good actor. We, as we saw, he <laughs> popped up in a music video towards the tail end of last yeah. season. He has been offered extra roles in, in sitcoms and so on. So it could be that there is a a more out there left field reason that we're I not, think we're not hearing Gordon. The what, TV cameras, malfunction. I think wardrobe, the way he was sounding, just being in front of the camera, just, no, not for him. You never see him on TV, do you? I think there are three TV, realistic so. options. Wardrobe malfunction, sunbed malfunction, <laughs> and sorry if you're listening to your dinner, bowel malfunction, <laughs> since he's phoned in sick. <laughs> well, those would be your three options. And that's the last time I'll say that uh, about Gordon. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll, <laughs> know, but, I'll, it's a good choice of words. <laughs> he said the third is the most regrettable. Yeah, yeah. And I spoke to him. And <laughs> I, take much he I take much pleasure in uh, hearing pain of my my own ear partner. Anyway, we wish you well, Gordon. You get well listening. soon, Gordon. Yeah, we'll hope. Yes, but do you know what? It just rolls on to... To Thursday Thursday And you oh. two will be reunited I cannot wait to see his, his choice of attire He'll be nervous But like Ronald Willier's <laughs> Hat Yeah I think so <laughs> Anyway 01419511025 I'll tell you what Because I can see people still getting in touch On their route to James Forrest's testimonial And we did say it's going to be interesting to see You know is it a full strength team Are there clues ahead of the weekend uh, Gabriel is at Celtic Park He's going to tell us who plays tonight Thanks Gordon and yes Celtic's pre-season concludes this evening with the visit of Athletic Bilbao but that is not the main reason we are here. No, it is to celebrate the enduring and ridiculously successful Celtic career of James Forrest. More on that later. Let's start with the team news. Brendan Rodgers has just named his first 11 to play at Celtic Park since returning to the club. A few interesting selections as well with new boys Navrotsky and Kwon picked from the start. Give you the 11 now. It's Benjamin Segrist in goal. Tomoki Iwata keeps his place at right back with Cameron Carter-Vickers partnering Mike Navrotsky in the centre of defence. Greg Taylor is on the left-hand side. The midfield three will be Kwon, Callum McGregor and Rayo Hitate. James Forrest, the man of the moment, starts on the right wing. Kyogo leads the line whilst Dyson Maida is on the left. What about the substitutes? We've got Hart, Bain, Starfelt, Scales, Haksabanovic, Abada, Yang, Turnbull, Holm, Bernabe, O'Reilly, Kelly, Ralston, Welsh and McPherson. So plenty of people on the bench there and it's close to full strength. 
that 11, Gordon. And we think we might even see 11 changes at halftime. Celtic trying to warm up for that first league game at the weekend. But an exciting night here as everyone marks the testimonial mm. of James Forrest. Very interesting. Team news, Mark yeah. Wilson. Yeah. I think there are bound to be one of two things that really jump out for you. Certainly. Well, let's start with the goalkeeping position first and foremost. Um, Hart, you know, coming in for a wee bit of criticism, but Seagrist in. But I think the main one, Carter Vickers coming back from injury. Now, I was under the impression that Carter Vickers may not have been fit for the start of the season. We've not seen him. I think that was certainly the initial diagnosis. Yeah. Um, he's straight back in tonight uh, in the game, you know, just preceding the start of the season alongside Navroski. Um, that's interesting because I wonder if that's the way Brendan Rodgers is going to go or he's just having a look at them um, and then Quan in there from the start Celtic fans will be excited to get a glimpse of him front three you know mm. been there done it Forrest obviously and for his testimonial but Kyogo Maeda Carter Vickers Hugh is that the the real source of encouragement if you're a Celtic fan going along tonight they will welcome him with open arms uh, the partnership with Navrotsky is interesting mm -hmm. because rumours persist that Starfelt uh, is on his way out of Celtic Park um, Celtic have paid good money for Navrotsky from Legia Warsaw uh, so for me Carter Vickers along with Navrotsky is a very interesting Quan very early to get a start from Brendan Rodgers I, I take it that Brendan Rodgers has been impressed already by what he has seen mm -hmm. And the South Korean season was midway through when he left South Korea to come here to Glasgow. So his fitness will be first class. Uh, and up front, you know, Kyogo and Maeda, Brendan Rodgers clearly likes the look of the pair of them. So I think it's very interesting for a variety of reasons and that the crowd are going to get a treat. I'm still struggling to take him seriously in that tux Like he's a boxing judge <laughs> Sitting in the, the latest middleweight bout Ready to score it anyway uh, Let's go back to the phones Max and Debbie I don't know who's taking charge of the call But they're both there How's it going? Good Max, is that you? Yeah Good man You on your way to the game tonight? Yeah, we're just five minutes away from Paradise From Paradise He's oh, got the label all down um, Max, who are you looking forward to seeing? Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Kyogo and Joe Hart. Oh, you're not, you need to wait to see Joe Hart, Mark, because that's yeah. interesting. That is, yeah. is it just? Is, is there anything in that? You know, is is, there, is that a sign of anything, or is it just as a testimonial? Uh, and you give you know, Benjamin uh, Segrist a game. Last season, I thought Joe Hart was past his best, and you know, I, I just think that Celtic have to be looking at that position. It, it, you know, Joe Hart played against Wolves in Dublin, and uh, the reaction to his performance was not great. Um, it was unfortunate when the penalty was awarded. However, uh, I think Celtic need to be looking at the goalkeeper position. I, I, I think it is an interesting one. When you look at when you look at the back four tonight, now obviously Awata is not going to play there all season, but Taylor's going to play left back. Carter Vickers going to play there, and Navroski you'd think's going to play there. You wonder if he's just seen how Segrist does in that yeah. kind of triangle between the goalkeeper it's and two centre-halves. Because I can totally understand why people would like say, stop over-analysing a team in a pre-season friendly. I do, I do get that. But it is the last one. Yeah. And as you say, there or thereabouts, it's, it's, it's fairly strong. Yeah. Um, I mean, James Forrest plays. It's James Forrest's testimonial. You know, he certainly deserves that much. But apart from that, you look at that side and you would not be surprised if all of them Featured against Ross County at the weekend. I think the goalkeeper and the 
the back four is such an important part to get right in the team. Mm-hmm. And I often think, well, why would you mix it up just before the first game of the season, even if it is 45 minutes? I think he's wanting to look at Segris and how he communicates. That's not to say that Segris will be in for the start, but if he shows up well, I think Brendan Rodgers knows he's got a com- competitive goalkeeper, number two, that can challenge Joe Hart. I think, I think we had this debate with you at the end yeah. of last season and it was very split and it wasn't even necessarily born out of massive criticism for Joe Hart. It was, if you are Celtic, you're all conquering, pretty much everything works. What can you upgrade? And some people would come back with goalkeeper. But I do remember some real strong disagreements on that. I seem to remember the tone of a couple of calls along the line. I can't even believe you're having this discussion. But the more the summer goes on, yeah, um, I feel maybe more and more people are getting on board with it, but not not everyone. There's still going to be a lot of Joe Hart fans out yeah, there. A few tens of thousands of supporters, and then obviously you have many different shades of opinion. I just thought last season he showed signs of his best days being behind him. Uh, I never understood why Segrist was out of the picture for so long. There, there were again suggestions that he and Ange Postecoglou had had a falling out. Uh, I, I wouldn't know whether that was factual or incorrect, but it's time for him to be looked at. And it's an occasion where he can show that he is the modern-day goalkeeper. The number one fault that Joe Hart has is whenever the ball's at his feet. There's a problem there. He almost sold a goal against Rangers at Ibrox for that reason. Um, So... Benji Segrist has to get looked at And tonight is a big chance for him Debbie, do you usually go along to the games? Have you been dragged along for testimonial nights In the summer holidays? Which one is it? Oh, she's gone She's oh, away gone quiet Wait a game Too shy But listen, I, I think it's a good point So uh, in these home pre-season games A lot of the fans don't get the opportunity To go to Celtic Park Because, you know, season tickets are are taken up right away. So a lot of people will go there to these home games to get the first glimpse of the team or the only glimpse they're going to get mm-hmm. of the side. That's why I'm slightly surprised Celtic have only chosen one home game. I get the tour. Uh, I get the money it brings in, the revenue touring can bring to teams, but you know Celtic fans are only getting one glimpse at home of their side and it's tonight for a testimonial. So a lot of them will be going along there looking forward to seen a good show yeah let's hear a bit from the man of the moment James Forrest he's been reflecting on what he says is an unbelievable experience at Celtic ahead of his testimonial he says he's keen to keep working hard and rack up plenty of more appearances it's incredible it's a, it's a great achievement and obviously in the modern modern day uh, not many players that get testimonials and no, I think it's a, it's a great occasion it's, it's great for, for myself for the club and like for my family and everyone in, involved coming through the, the youth at Celtic uh, like all the coaches and everyone always tells you and lets you know it's, it's going to be really hard work and not many players make it and uh, no, I think it's as I said, it's been it's been hard work, but it's, it's there's been so many highs and as I said, like as I said for myself and for my family, it's it's been no, it's, it's been un- unbelievable the experience and the journey and it's uh, as I said, it's it's, it's been incredible. The majority of my career at Celtic, I've I've always played, but it's it's always been difficult. Like a club like Celtic, you're always signing international players, like top quality players so I think it's, it's always hard but I think at the same time it's good it makes you work hard and you need to keep adapting your game but as I said like, I think I maybe started five games last season and was, was coming off the bench but uh, as I said it's, it's a new manager it's a new team as, as well so just going to as I said like, keep working hard and, and hopefully can, can add to that Tonight is all about him 
irrespective of what happens in the future market will be interesting because I feel like this time last year people said oh don't worry you know he'll still feature he'll still play a big part and he didn't really you know as, as you've heard there I think it was it was five starts the contract is still there he has been doubted and written off before and come storming back to play a big role none more so than under Brendan Rodgers the last time yeah. said father time moves on obviously so you do wonder what the what this season looks like well particularly the position that James plays mm. when when guys like him get older they tend to lose that wee bit of pace and wingers tend to move inside maybe in a number 10 role and I just don't see James being able to do that at Celtic anyway um, because of the quality they already possess in there of course, Brendan Rodgers will still be looking to add to the squad. Um, they've already signed wingers as well, and Tilio and Yang, so it's going to be difficult for him. But that's the most impressive thing about James Forrest, the longevity in his Celtic career, that he's right. International players have been bought, brought in year after year, and he has to still stave them off and, and put his fight up for a place in that side, and he's more often not done that. But as you say, Gordon, time moving on, he may just be resigned to limited game time. And that might be okay for him. People sometimes look at players and, and, and think that's a bad part of their personality. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. As long as James is happy, if he's fit, which he's not often uh, always been, I should say, mm-hmm. and that's another difficult but, hurdle he's had to overcome then. Good on him for sticking that. In the modern day 16-man game, then obviously he has a contribution to make, yep. but primarily his contribution is going to be from the subs bench. You, you, you don't bring in uh, players from all over the world who are 10 years younger than James Forrest and, and not play them. It's funny what you said. I think there's a bit of a family feel. Have you noticed the callers are all phoning in? It's parents and yeah. children in the car. Yeah. Uh, the Mulhollands have sent a message, a picture of Leo on his way uh, to the first game as well. Uh, it must be summer holidays it's testimonial season it's all there so hopefully uh, there's an enjoyable night out there now before we go any further let me tell you a little bit about this oh you're kidding me on oh thank you oh my goodness the cash register Clyde one the cash register call went to five rings which means there is even more cash up for grabs as we've got another rollover. It's your chance to win £53,000. How many of those bow ties could you buy with that? Don't answer that question, Hugh Keevans, uh, when we make the next call tomorrow. So enter now by texting YES to 61025. That's Y-E-S to 61025. If you get the call from us after 3pm on Wednesday the 2nd of August, answer within five rings. Make sure you know the correct cash register amount, please. And the 53,000 could be yours. Texts are £2, plus your standard network rate. Online entries £2, or call 0330-880-4523. And those calls are charged at a standard rate as well. It is over 18s only. Entries since Lynn 1 on Monday have rolled over. And all the rules for this Hits Radio Network Scotland competition are on our website. So quick recap, text YES to 61025 for your chance to win £53,000. Good luck. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's lead leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson is here with the world's worst James Bond impersonator <laughs> It's Hugh Keevans He's got the tuxedo on for the new live stream Would you mind turning that Nokia off? No, Do you realise people can now see you? Yes, yes, but just a quick message from a friend of mine Who said, you're looking great 0073 <laughs> I see what he's done there Because yeah. the, the rule was no phones in the studio we don't 
want to be unprofessional. And we said, yeah. well, do you know what? The Mark Wilsons of the world, the students of the game, the modern men, they actually use their phones to maybe look up stats or fixtures or whatever it may be. That thing looks up nothing. So is, if you've got that in your hand, the phone I'm talking about, by the way, you're breaking the rules. <laughs> I've turned it off. <laughs> I can actually clarify that there because I can see under the desk. You get one happy, complimentary yeah. message and what do you get? Do you know, who, do you know who's in, in their element on this live streaming and I knew it would be do you remember Curious Creatures almost yeah. like unofficially yeah. became yeah. a resident poet in previous seasons yep. uh, he's been on he says so where on earth the dazzler and old Shug is there instead has his bottle crashed already is he hiding in his bed I've heard the polis got him with a puddle at his feet <laughs> he was practising live streaming but in the middle of his street <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but feel we're showing a distinct lack of sympathy For if you're listening to Dazzler Dazzler will get well soon uh, 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 I've missed Curious Creatures <laughs> <laughs> He's got that in for Daz hasn't he? Oh but in a, in a major could, way He could have a full mm. book about Daz I think he should illustrate it as well what would Not he look like? that one I don't no. think 01419511025 Stephen in Cumbernauld has dialed in How's it going Stephen? Hi hey, afternoon's fine panel thank you Good man what's hey, your yeah. point tonight? I just wanted to talk about uh, Rangers' pre-season. Um, I think some of the players have just not gelled well together so far, uh, especially Sima, and uh, I really don't like the, the look at him so far. Uh, I think it's a big big mistake to get rid of Passion Sakala. I know he's one of the players that divides opinion. I, I've always been a big fan of him. I, I don't know why we are seeming to be letting him go quite easily and why... Barisic is still getting a game beyond me. Yeah, a couple of names that I thought might come up. Let's start with Fashion Sakala Hugh. There were those stories, I think, in the last sort of 24 hours or so, mm. that his future is um, not going to be at, at Rangers. Yeah. Um, we, we wait to hear a bit more about that. There then was an open training session today and he was absent. I understand he wasn't there, but from, from what I, I read, um, he wasn't there. What do you make of that? Because Stephen's right, he probably does divide opinion, doesn't he? Well, I mean, even he can read the room and find out that he's behind Lammers, he's behind Dessers, he's behind um, the the uh, Danilo. Uh, he's not going to get a game, and uh, you know he's he's looking to his future. And uh, I think perhaps he's had the conversation with Michael Beale, uh, and his time is limited. Mm. Um, you know, but that's the bit that some people like Stephen disagree with presumably they think that yes there's a maybe a lack of consistency maybe an unpredictability at times but he's made an impact enough for for people like Stephen but well unfortunately for Fashion Sakala um, he has his worst moments in big games um, and you know I, I don't think you can condemn Michael Beale for that by the same token um, Barisic, I do agree with Stephen that he, he makes the same mistakes over and over again and I wonder if his time is at an end. I think with Sakala, I can see why Rangers fans would want to keep him. I think he brings a, an element of almost chaos, unpredictable for opposition to play against. I know myself, if, I, if Fashion Sakala was playing against me as a winger, which he often did, um, you know, you'd be terrified at times at his pace and not knowing where he was going to go. Hugh is right, though, in terms of in those finer moments in the big games where you expect a player that plays for Rangers in the final third of the pitch to put chances away. 
he squandered them on big occasions so that sticks in the minds of, of Rangers fans as well but he probably is going to play second fiddle to Michael Beale's new signings and that's maybe something he wasn't prepared to do he's still a young man he's still got a, a lot of football to play so he maybe just wanted to go and it may be the best for, for both sides but Michael Beale has to ensure that whoever's starting this season has to be an upgrade in what they had last season no doubt about it the, the signings that he's brought in have to be better than Sakala, have to be better than Matondo and certainly have to be better than Morelos and Kent that's what he's got to get and he's had a long time to look at Sakala maybe he's just thought we've got better now coming through the door Okay, one of the other names mentioned was Borna Barisic I feel like we've had this debate before I feel like we might have it again I will try my best to frame it in a new way um, Well you'll get the same answer from me Okay No new answer for the new season well, like I've been a, a critic of Borna Barisic defensively for some time now. I, I think Rangers, it, it's glaring. It's one of the most glaring deficiencies in the Rangers side with Barisic. Now, there's no doubt going forward, the the year that Rangers won the league, the amount of assists when they get in the final third, terrific delivery, no doubt about it. But there's so much more to being a fullback at a big club. And I think Barisic is poor defensively. I think he's the weak link. In, in the back four I think for all the folks that Tavernier's got defensively he is miles better than Barisic so there's a, a huge imbalance here and I think you see it when teams come up against him in the big occasions where they get in and they cause trouble um, and it's down Barisic's side so no surprise to me that Rangers fans are, are coming round to that thinking and I think with Yilmaz the way he performed at the tail end of the season the glimpses we got you could see a player in there so maybe not had a brilliant pre-season either though according no. to one caller last night maybe not but it's, again it's back to the question uh, how much do you look into pre-season uh, individually yes people will get scrutinised people like Yilmaz who finished the season well and people are looking for him to kick on then maybe people are disappointed but starting the season is an important thing and I think it'll be if Yilmaz is fit, it should have been him. I know that uh, Abdallah Sima hasn't uh, set the heather on fire, but I think Stephen's a bit premature yeah. in that one. I mean, competitive ball not been kicked yet. Yeah, I mean, you really have to give the the, the mm. players um, some time. I know that this whole season is about Michael Beale's recruitment. If the recruitment is poor and Rangers don't win the league, Michael Beale's in trouble. But the man deserves to get some way into the season before you start condemning his choices. It's a tough school when Hugh Evans is telling you not to make snap judgments, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, who do you like then? Let's finish on a positive, if you like. What 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 is filling you with optimism and excitement ahead of the new season? I really like the, the look of Lammers and the, the two young boys that came through through the academy and, and Dill as well. Obviously, Dill's got a previous uh, existing relationship with players that have been there done it before and last season I really like uh, Lammers he seems to have a good idea of uh, spreading the ball but he's got a good shot on him seems really strong I think he's uh, the striker that we've been missing for a wee while and yet the marquee signing you would think is Danilo um, but Stephen's right Lammers is scoring uh, always a big help to a striker to be getting goals in pre-season matches when you've just arrived at the club um, and I think I, I like Michael Beale's philosophy which appears to be middle to front let's go and hurt the opposition 
and let's score goals and by scoring goals you win matches and by winning matches there's a chance you might win the league so I think his philosophy is entirely positive and I expect Rangers to get off to a, a comfortable start at Rugby Park at the weekend I think the interesting thing Gordon will be the shape we've been saying this well I've been saying it all summer when Andrew was here but interesting to hear what Kenny thought of it last night and with Sifuentes coming in he thought him and Roger actually thought that Michael Beale would go to a more two defensive with Cantwell in front and, and maybe two out and out strikers it's a big departure from what Rangers fans have been going along to see for the past what three years or something like that four years huge change in that so uh, Saturday evening when the team is announced you know when kickoff is uh, is taken it'll be interesting to see how that starting 11 shapes up Thank you very much Stephen and Cumbernauld on the usual number and we're only halfway through the show so if you want to join in please do we'd love to hear from you whether it is on Rangers transfers in pre-season or James Forrest's testimonial or something entirely different I know Derek McInnes uh, was speaking today we're maybe still getting over the League Cup group stages and the draw that was made for the next round as well it's always good at this time of the, the, the season when you can speculate until your heart's content about transfers as well so do give us a call speaking of calls I saw a call coming in there on the screen from a Gordon in Motherwell <laughs> just wonder if he's phoning in to defend himself against the vicious accusations I hope it is uh, but anyway well hopefully he'll clear the phone lines for now because it's time that we told you about this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football now I am still ex- it's going to take weeks months before the excitement of this wears off History was made last night on Clyde One Super Scoreboard The first ever live streamed, televised Beat the Pundit Won comfortably by Kenny Miller And we've been speaking to the production staff I don't know to which extent it worked But they're under strict instructions to zoom right in On the face of whichever pundit is taking part You in particular usually are the same (laughs) red (laughs) colour As the the backdrop there So that could be interesting You're a bit of a panicker on Beat the Pundit I am you don't really care, quite frankly, in the nicest way possible. No, I move from one failure to the next with no loss of enthusiasm. But you do like to celebrate a little, a little bit if, when it goes your way. Yes. So let's see what it looks like tonight. If you fancy Beat the Pundit, 0141 951 and you must call before 7 o'clock. So get in touch and you could be playing Beat the Pundit next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Listen and watch. Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. Tackle the headlines. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans is still here. He's still wearing his tuxedo. He's not even taking the bow tie off. He actually came in with tie options this evening and asked <laughs> us which one we preferred. That one was as, as good as any yeah. So off he goes Mark Wilson here looking decidedly more casual Because of course you can now watch us As well as listen here on Clyde One Super Scoreboard Night two though One hour in Not been taken off air yet Thursday night I think will be the big test yeah, yeah. Um, We all know who's going to let the side down <laughs> We'll see 01419511025 Some things don't really change You can get in touch You let us know what's on your mind And we'll talk football It is that simple So if you're heading along uh, to Celtic Park for the testimonial tonight and you might be you might be in the stadium by now but anyone who's got thoughts on that team there was a, a few changes again and I know that people don't care about reading into pre-season but some people do so Benjamin Segrist is in goals no Joe Hart Cameron Carter Vickers is a, 
a welcome I'm sure addition if you're a Celtic fan and fairly strong really across the board apart from that so um, or as well as that I should say so if you have any thoughts on that please do previous caller set it up nicely for you Rangers fans it does look like the signs are there for Fashion Sakala and Glenn Kamara to be heading for the exit door is that the right call and is that what you read into things at the moment is it the right decision let us know and if there is anything else out there please do share it 01419511025 I'm even going to give you the chance to win money a bit later on in the show which will be great fun but first and I'm looking forward to it let's do this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football I loved it last night it lived up to it Kenny Miller the first ever televised Beat the Pundit contestant you should have seen him he come in with the whitest of white polo shirts on brand new uh, iron to perfection freshly shaved head I mean he's had that look for a while he knows he's what he's it, doing Kenny he's got yeah. it down he was telling me it was a one and then a, a two and then a half and ah uh, it was all I, uh, I could barely keep up aye. I um, want the two and a half what never mind uh, haircuts <laughs> <we're talking>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to seeing how Beat the Pundit plays out on this yeah, new yeah I've, I've not went down the same road as either. Kenny I've still got the same hair um, a creased you did, t-shirt you on you got that cut at the end of last week though with this Last week I knew it was coming mm-hmm. up So mm-hmm. uh, I prepared You know the week don't The week out haircut Don't think it's gone unnoticed <laughs> That's fine Anyway let's bring in Tonight's contestant Who is Cooper On the line How's it going Cooper? Aye uh, good how are you? Not bad Have you ever played before? Uh, no good. But me and my dad usually Brilliant How do you usually do When you play along at home? Oh, well he beats me every time <laughs> But he'll help me this time But you're the only one Brave enough to phone in basically yeah, he's Qu- driving Quite right, what's his name? Uh, Cooper and Peter We've got a double act Which is fine, I said this last night There are no rules against that uh, Who's the weaker out of Hugh and Mark? Um, Mark <laughs> What? <laughs> I was certain Cooper was going to say Hugh there I'm not sure even Hugh and Explain your work in there, Cooper um, Well, father said it, so... <laughs> Anyway, let's find out We'll toss the coin Heads it is Hugh Tails it is Mark Wilson Hopefully the pressure doesn't get to me Look at that Textbook tossing technique Nice Heads it is Hugh Keevans Just as well Cooper His magic tuxedo So what we'll do here (laughs) is We'll give Hugh Keevans Some greatest hits radio To listen to So that he can't hear us Uh, And I'm sure Cooper You've heard it before The rules are very simple 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And if you want to pass And move on That is fine by me Okay Yep Right good man Good men 30 seconds on the clock Cooper with dad Peter in the background And your time Starts Now Who finished fourth In last year's Scottish Premiership uh, Hart. Scott Tiffany Left Partick Thistle For which other Scottish team Pass Who was the top scoring Scotland international In English Premier League Last season how many times have the European Championships been hosted in the UK? Two. Name one of the teams in Celtic's Champions League group last season. RB Leipzig. Who is the current manager of Stranraer? Any guesses? Nah. Nah. All right, let's bring back Hugh Evans. 0073 How are you? This could be a zero By oh, the way oh, Think they're tough? <laughs> could be a zero I for think me. this is no. tough Oh dear There's one or two in there That he'll get Think so Even he'll get <laughs> I'm not so sure Wait, what, What's your second name? <laughs> are you ready anyway? I am Same set of questions Hugh Keevans Live 
on televisions and tablets across the nation. Your time starts now. Who finished fourth in last year's Scottish Premiership? Hearts. Scott Tiffany left Partick Thistle for which other Scottish team? Kilmarnock. Who was the top scoring Scotland international in the English Premier League last season? Um, McTominay. How many times have the European Championships been hosted in the UK? Three. Name one of the teams in Celtic's Champions League group stage last season. Um, by Leverkusen. Who is the current manager of Stranraer? Pass. Who is the only League One side left in the Via Play Cup? Sterling Albion. Okay. Cooper, what's the verdict? Oh, dodgy there, man. I don't know. Dodgy there, man. Is <laughs> as good a post-match analysis as we could have asked for. Um, I must. I feel like you know we're all learning here on yeah. the, on the job now that we're we're visible. I feel like I'm going to need to change my technique because when it was just old-fashioned radio, I could. You know, I was putting my little ticks beside the right questions. Now, if you're watching with an eagle eye, you'll be able to see who's got the questions right. Ah, right, okay. <sighs> need you need up. to hide Hide it. get books, run you, like you used like to do at school. school. Um, who finished fourth in the Premiership last season? Hearts, you both got it. Scott Tiffany left Thistle for? Dundee. Dundee, none of you got it. Shea Adams, well done, Cooper. <laughs> Oh, and Shad was helping uh, Shea Adams got five goals last season yep. Stuart Armstrong was second on two So it's 2-1 How many times have the Euros been hosted in the UK? 1996, which you'll remember Were you there? I was yeah, I thought you might yeah. have been And then 2021 as it ended up being mm. It was partly hosted here, wasn't it? So it's just two uh, And Cooper oh. and Dad got Pedro. it right for taxi, three Taxi for Keevans One, absolutely Absolutely because <laughs> first defeat <laughs> Bayer Leverkusen were not in Celtic's group last season Real Madrid Shakhtar Donetsk and RB Leipzig which Cooper uh, got is oh, absolutely running goodness. away with it 4-1 uh, the current manager of Stranraer is Scott Agnew yeah, I would have got it yeah, yeah, I was speaking to him a couple of weeks ago don't believe you yeah. and the only League One side a bit of respectability well done to Stirling Albion but it was not enough for Hugh Keevans it is a 4-2 victory for Cooper well done, on Cooper. the line it is the first sign ball of the season it is the first televised defeat for a pundit he's twiddling <laughs> with his um, bow tie I hope the camera's picked that one up Sad happened to well, someone. what can you say? Oh, you. Yeah, listen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Cooper. Don't you get too chirpy, Cooper. There may be a return match one day. It had to be someone, and it was only fitting, really, that it was you, when you oh, think yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, listen, the, the, the bow tie was causing a kind of constriction. Mm. And that's my excuse. People have said that they've wanted to throttle you many times on this show, yeah. so they've got the, they've never been jealous of a bow tie before. Uh, thank you, Cooper. Well done. The sign ball is on its way. Well done, we Cooper. Try and give away thank fewer you. than we did last well, season. Yeah, yeah. We like we broke the budget <laughs> to, to pay for the studio. <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, it's now a, a size two flyaway. You get signed by one pundit because the studio has all got the the, yeah, all the all cash. Well studio. done, Cooper. Though the first the first victor in the Absolutely. new studio. But the possibilities are endless on here. It's going to take a while, like I say, for the novelty to wear off. Mm. We're still going to wait for Gordon DL's first appearance, and well, you the know, they can be spectacular people. on Beat the Pundit. Yeah. Marvin Bartley jumps about like an absolute schoolboy during Beat the Pundit. How will he fare if it is him tomorrow night? You know, yeah. and you know, other exp- Roger Hanna didn't get to play last night. King of Beat the Pundit, Andy Halliday, excellent at Beat oh, the Pundit I as well. Tell you what, Roger, people will be interested to. See Roger's technique. I was taken aback from Roger's technique. He closes his closes eyes. his eyes, head down. It's weird. But he says he's going to open his eyes now because of the camera. 
I, hope I, I don't think it's possible for him to open his eyes. Did you hear the shout on him last night? We've got 0073 next to us in his kilt. Someone sent in to say that Roger Hanna looks like Fraser. Are you familiar with Fraser's work? Oh, you? I love Fraser. You are the type right? of person that would watch Fraser. Oh, Do you know I that's true, it. right? Because the only <laughs> other per- the only other person I know. I think that I can ever recall watching Fraser is my gran. Ah, so yeah. that would make sense. It's because it's a on, classic. It's like it, Channel, Channel 4. Four Channel 4. 10 o'clock in the, the morning. morning. It used to be. Aye, I feel aye. like if Fraser just reminds me of being off school sick. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Remember those days? It's uh, absolutely used to watch this morning. Kelsey Grammar, wonderful. Mm. Yeah. No, no, uh, uh, Roger, I can see it with Roger. Lee's headphones but his technique but we've got to stay true to ourselves Gordon we can't change our, change our for techniques for, for, for the cameras yeah, no, absolutely yeah. brilliant anyway well done to the guys on Beat the Pundit back tomorrow as always we'll see how many problems Beat the Pundit causes us this season let's go but because we're not away, we're not done with the prize giving yet we've got a real surprise up our sleeve for anyone who didn't listen last night we'll do that in the not too distant future but let's bring in Patrick who is a Celtic fan from Coventry how's it going Patrick? Yeah, not too bad. How about yourself? Yeah, all good here. Um, now, being down in Coventry, you won't be at the testimonial tonight, but what are you making of the, the team and the, the players and the, the way it's shaping up for your team Celtic at the moment? Well, to be honest, I wasn't quite sure on you know you know the setup prior to watching the Wolverhampton game. Um, I think once watching that game, seeing how the, the team gelled, you know, the pace that we were playing at, there was just a real good flow um, throughout the whole game. I know Wolves come into it a little bit, but you know, seeing us, you know, playing that really fast-flowing football that we've seen throughout the last two seasons, it's really filling me with some, you know, excitement inside, and I can't wait now till, especially for tonight, to see the new boy Norovsky play and mm-hmm. uh, and the return of Carter Vickers as well. See how these two gel together, but. I really can't wait for Saturday now So yeah let's bring it on Yeah you and me both I'm looking forward to the season for sure Mark Again We keep going over it Fine Pre-season isn't the big Learning process for everyone But for those like Patrick Who start to look at maybe teams And formations and, and so on Have you been able to take anything from Celtic Or has the personnel been Too Disrupted to do that um, I, Yeah I think you can take what Patrick's saying there In terms of the tempo Because I think that was the biggest fear that when Ange Postacoglu left the building, he, he would take with him the, the tempo of the side that's been so entertaining for the last couple of years. But I think you can see that that's still there. I think Brendan Rodgers addressed that early doors. He, he realised, he'd, he'd taken in, you know, probably a lot of Celtic games last year anyway, he realised that that was, you know, such a strong part of Celtic's identity over the last couple of years. And the fans bought into it and expected nothing less. If Brendan Rodgers can add his style of possession football to the tempo, then it's a win-win for Celtic. Um, and I think we've seen glimpses of it, but again, I think you can only really tell when the real stuff starts, when you get maybe four or five games into mm. the season and you get an established start in 11 and you know the kind of substitutes that's going to come off the bench and play a big part in the game, that's when you get a real feel the for it. The thing about the real stuff is that two of Celtic's first four games are at Pataudry and at Ibrooks, they have got to hit the ground running. And I think Brendan Rodgers knows subconsciously that some people are looking at him and thinking, well, I didn't really want you back as manager. So he has to deal with that as well. But I look at tonight's starting 11 and James Forrest testimonial. If you put out that 11 against Ross County, 
on Saturday I would expect that 11 to win comfortably mm. This is a Ross County side Who were minutes Literally minutes away From being relegated mm. And Malky Mackay Has had to Completely rebuild the team These are the games that In this coming season Celtic Have to win And win mm. well At home Patrick what is it about Navrovsky I suppose and Carl Starfield that makes you think that's the signing that's the that's the upgrade that's the one that comes in and, and makes the team better I just think it's been like you know the the build up and you know the hype from uh, you know the, the numerous journalists that have you know reported on this signing um, he looks a big lad as well who you know looks seemingly he's going to command the, the centre of the area but until you know we actually see him in person you know it's very hard to get a gauge on how well he's going to do but you know, he's got a smile on his face. He seems to have a good personality. So, you know, kind of, you know, following the same um, mantra we had before, as long as, you know, the players, you know, got a good personality, you know, you know, I think you'll settle in well. It's going to be an interesting one, Mark. I mean, there's a, there's a possibility that Hugh raises if Carl Starfield was to be tempted away from Celtic before the end of the window, that's entirely different. But if he's still here, and I know he's got his critics, but he also had the Really good season at points, yeah. you know, in the last campaign. So it would be interesting to see to what end Navrovsky can be an upgrade if if he is if he's able to push Carl Starfield out of the side and, and keep him there. Well, the outlay on him would suggest that you know the Celtic recruitment staff and Brendan Rodgers thinks he could be an upgrade and can challenge Starfield for that position. Starfield and Carter Vickers, I think, had a, a tremendous partnership, uh, and I thought it got better as the season went on, and I think. You, you saw what happened when you took one of them out of the equation, that the difficulties that Celtic had, particularly Carter Vickers, of course, at the tail end of the season. But as much as I like Starfield, he has got his flaws in possession. If, if teams leave him in possession, he tends to cause his own problems. Defending his box, I think he's exceptional at, and I think that's one of his strengths. So I do think there's areas that can be upgraded. Now, if Navarovsky's that, then great. Because Celtic need upgrades, particularly if they're going into the Champions League and want to progress in that stage. Physically, Navrovsky reminds me of Simonovic, and uh, he was a, a good, no nonsense defender uh, for Celtic. And I think that's what they're in the market for. Um, Carter Vickers' uh, outstanding season last time out, and the fans will be happy to see him back. But uh, I think they like. Patrick mm. on the line I think they have high hopes For Navrosky Patrick one other thing In the defensive area If you like Would be that Joe Hart doesn't start The testimonial tonight And Benjamin Segrist does Are we crazy For even entertaining The idea that this Has any significance Is it just a testimonial And Joe Hart returns No questions asked Going forward Or Is there anything in it uh, I wouldn't think There's anything in it At the moment No but I do think it's an area Where you need to Look at strengthening that um, You know I kind of agree with what most Celtic fans are thinking. He, it's you know it's a make or break season for Joe Hart. You know, you know if he, if he you know plays like he did in the friendlies with his errors, then you know I think it's going to be a very very long season for us if you know if that's the case. But I think of you know too much into it tonight. I just think it's a mm-hmm. good I, chance for Chris to get run out. I don't think Brendan Rodgers can look at these preseason performances and afford. Not to think, I wonder if it's time for a change And that's why Seagrist is featuring tonight Could feature against Ross County on Saturday He makes too many errors 
Joe Hart and it, it will be costly and the, the time to find out that he's made too many errors is not when he's cost you mm. points Time will tell Thank you Patrick It was nice to speak to you Hopefully we'll do that again I enjoyed it Patrick Down in Coventry On 01419511025 Now I must admit Sometimes it's fine to be honest And things get put in your desk in here And ideas and competitions And I can be quite cynical And when this one got handed to me yesterday For the first week of the new season I thought "Mm, I just hope that works I hope it works well in our new studio And I'll tell you what It did not disappoint We're going to play this very soon Clyde One Super Scoreboard Pipeline with Pipeline Energy Solutions. I mean, firstly, what you need is a catchy name, a catchy title. So all this week on Clyde One Super Scoreboard, we're teaming up with our friends at Pipeline Energy Solutions to play Pipeline. Uh, get it? Uh, see, yeah, see what we did? Yeah, really yeah. good. Um, <laughs> really, really good stuff. Um, and it worked unbelievably last night. But the gist of it is... We're going to give you the chance to win £250 in cash And all you need to do is play the game Pipeline It's a bit like, would I lie to you? Well, I mean, it's very like, would I lie to you, quite honestly You'll know exactly how that works if you've seen it So one of the pundits is going to read out one truth and one lie All you have to do is find out which is which Or tell us which is which And if you guess correct, you can win the £250 courtesy of Pipeline Energy Solutions It could not have gone better last night yeah. Kenny Miller revealed that he was a champion bowler in his youth I did not know this the other story seemed far more plausible about him being invited backstage at Led Zeppelin because the lead singer of Led Zeppelin is a big Wolves fan it was when Kenny was at Wolves I thought that that's that's the one it's got to be but it wasn't Kenny Miller a youth champion at bowls and all day I've been getting inundated on Twitter from bowling clubs bowling suppliers various outlets wanting us to go down and try some bowls with Kenny Miller so maybe we will will do it at some point so all you need to do is give us a call before the end of the next break so 01419511025 give us a call right now Mark Wilson you are in the hot seat tonight in no particular order give us your lie and your... Facts, oh, okay. Please, your truth. Well, you're not going to believe this, but well, Kenny, would <laughs> I would say that, wouldn't I? Kenny being a bone or could have been a bowler, believe it or not, I could have been a, a basketball. Nah, you just call being Kenny Miller now. No, no, not at obscure. all. Well, in my school days, uh, I was quite a player in PE. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, and my PE teacher. There's a leap between <laughs> PE and being a basketball no, no, player. No, well, my PE teacher pointed me in the right direction and I had the opportunity going. Represent uh, North Lanarkshire. Am I allowed to cross reference? And that? it came to a situation where I could have went with Scotland schoolboys, football team, or basketball well, team. Well, that's the lie. What's the What's the other one? Well, you're not going to believe this either. <laughs> <laughs> I was a, a keen, well, I was a boating enthusiast. Oh, you used to find myself uh, on the on the bonny banks of Loch Lomond, cruising about in my boat mm. until I sunk my vessel. And that was the end of my boating days. How old days. were you when this uh, accident at sea occurred? Uh, I must have been 22, 23. Were you a Celtic player then? <laughs> I was a Celtic player then. Ah, no Celtic, chat, right. Celtic anyway. don't have any uh, insurance objections to one of their top players scooting around the loch moment? Uh, now that you say that, maybe. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's let the people decide. Is Mark Wilson a basketball Protégé or a boating disaster 01419511025 Lines close at the end of the break And we will pick a caller at random Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hear it Watch it Search the YouTube stream now 
Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It is a bit of a new feel for Clyde One Super Scoreboard this season. You can watch us as well as listen. We're doing things slightly differently this week as well, but some things never change. You've got the same, I was going to say old, but same um, appreciated voices in Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans. We still don't really know where Gordon DL is tonight, but we'll hopefully find them before Thursday. You can still call with all your footballing opinions, and please do right now. And you can still tweet as well at Clyde SSB. The lines are now closed, by the way, for the competition. Such an incredible response. The screen is still lighting up, and now you'll probably be able to see it reflecting on my face. But anyway, it is uh, still lighting up, so brilliant response. But those lines are closed for the competition. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Pipeline with Pipeline Energy Solutions. Pipeline, honestly. Great yeah, rise for whoever came up with that. Pipeline Energy Solutions, thanks to them. All this week on Clyde One Super Scoreboard, uh, we are giving you the chance to win £250 in cash. And all you need to do is play the game Pipeline. Earlier on, Mark Wilson read out one truth and one lie, and you had to work out which one is which. And if you come on here and get it correct, you win the £250, courtesy of Pipeline Energy Solutions. So very quickly, tell us that the two... Facts again, if you will. So I could have been a basketball player. I was selected for North Lanarkshire. Okay. Yeah. And the other one was I was a boating enthusiast. Used to spend a lot of time. <laughs> Captain Birds. <laughs> I don't believe either of these. So this is going to be. <laughs> well, one of them is the truth. This is going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting. Um, okay. Well, tonight we've got Stuart and Bathgate on the line. How's it going, Stuart? Hi, hi. Now Stuart's going to try and work out which is the truth and which is the lie. So Stuart, was Mark Wilson a potential basketball superstar or a boating enthusiast who, in his words, sunk his vessel? <laughs> no, I was a basketball. What did I do? Tell us. Is well, is that no? <laughs> no, sorry, Stuart. I wasn't a basketball player. I, must admit, I thought Stuart was going to get it right. That was the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> I've got somebody else that guessed the other one. Oh, he says he thought that was the lie. All right, oh, right, there, right, we okay. there we are. Well, he said that. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> right. To be fair, that is what he told the producer. Right, so he sort uh, of threw me okay, off there. Stuart. And he was right. So he you was. were a, a boating enthusiast. I was. Can you believe that? I, don't, I genuinely don't believe Because when you said, I sunk my vessel, I I thought that, that's just language that you wouldn't use. <laughs> that's, that's language boating. Enthusiasts would use, oh, which right? I, I, you know, slipped back into. Mm-hmm. It was a long time ago. No, I had a boat, so I signed. Believe it or not, when I signed for Celtic, I bought myself as a treat a caravan in Lochomond and a speedboat. Whose <laughs> <laughs> idea I, was I, that? I, well, it was mine. No, and, but I mean, uh, like, you must have. Like, oh, so I ran a buy. Where, where does someone like you get a boat? I don't know how I get into conversation with Paul Telfer, all people. So I was vying for, by the way, this explains a lot, I was vying for the position of right back with Paul Telfer and he suggested he knew someone that was selling a boat. So he took me through to Edinburgh and sure enough, this lovely couple was selling their speedboat. I said, I'll take it. So I bought it, hooked up to the back of the car and took it to Lockhoman. <laughs> None on anything about speedboats. Got it in the water and oh, had adventure after adventure until Don't one time. Don't you need any kind of licence to be driving around Lockhoman? Who knows? I think, yeah, I think so. 
Maybe now you think so. Did not did Paul Telfer not point you in the right direction? So how did it come to its? its I sink, sinking of the vessel. Well, the I was coming up. I was coming up. So with this it. genuinely is hundred percent true. Oh I was coming up um, from Loss. Had a nice wee day out with my dad and my my granddad at the time. And uh, as I'm <laughs> as I'm cruising up at cruising speed, I turn round and and my granddad's getting lower and lower. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Papa, you're going to need to come and sit up here. So we got up to the top of our blue where I had my place and uh, we got the seats out and the boat was literally sinking, filling up with so, boat. I mean, right down? It was, uh, it was good. The back end was done. So we had to quickly get it out. It was enough to get it going to the, the bay. It got up on the trailer, mm. hooked it at the water. And there was a guy there, and I just literally gave him the boat. That was the end of my boat days. Just not nah, sold nah, it. Just... No, nah, just didn't sell. I just gave him it. There we are. Fantastic. You think I, you know? I get that's two two nights in a row. You've both I, done me. I didn't know Kenny Miller was a keen bowler. I did not you, <laughs> know you were a, a seaman. Aye aye. Uh, <laughs> I'm losing confidence Let's in the guy who's driving name. me home. <laughs> Incredible. I know. I, listen, uh, if you just want me to take you out in the walk any time. No, you're okay. <laughs> no, you're, no, no, you're fine. I still know a few sailors in that way. Wilson <laughs> is the captain of our ship. Eh? Oh, Incredible. Well done, Stuart, who I think has disappeared already. He was bored of your story, but he's won £250 <laughs> thanks to Pipeline Energy Solutions, and we'll have another chance to win tomorrow night. Hmm. I was back I got my sea legs last week Me and By the way Maybe that's up with What's up with Gordon We went on the Waverley Last week I heard about this <laughs> And there are, there are I don't a know few, if you enjoyed it There are a few details That I'm waiting to find out If they are Broadcastable Before I'm willing to share So mm. I, I think let's, we'll hope, save it. let's hope he returns fit on Thursday Maybe he's still seasick And we'll get We'll get stuck into that Because yeah. there are a few questions I want to ask about your okay. night On the Waverley Okay Believe me uh, If he plays this game Gordon Dale he, he, He'll need to tell two lies And we decide Which is the biggest lie <laughs> He doesn't know what the truth is So we will We will see uh, We will see uh, indeed So we're looking forward to that um, <laughs> 250 man. quid he won there Yeah For that story For your story oh, Listen I'm so generous um, Great response on Twitter as well um, The Big Blue Bears called you Leo DiCaprio's son sinking the vessel there <laughs> Leo DiCaprio's son I don't know I don't Titanic I'll t- I, Titanic I went down I, oh, I thought it was some sort Because of, usually people tweet in with lookalikes I'm look. sorry Big I'll Blue Bear Very slow on the uptake I've had a long summer You're like sink I get it The Titanic yeah. Terrible Keep them coming deal. Uh, Matthew Breckenridge says Did he, you just say you could have been a basketball? You've got the red face <laughs> for it I'm going to call you Spalding From now to the end of the show um, I don't like that And I, the best one of the night so far though And I can't believe I'm giving credit to our, um, our colleague Roger Hanna because you know you got photoshopped earlier with yeah. the... James Bond. The, yeah, was it Casino Royale? What was yeah. it again? Um, he, Roger Hannes <laughs> called you Old Finger. Honestly, that's why he's a tabloid ah, man. Because I was thinking Rose of some earlier. I, I he's couldn't really... Quick. Old finger. Yeah. Uh, so your task, you Photoshop enthusiasts out there, we need some good artwork that we can display for everyone on our new live stream of Mark Wilson, the seaman, sinking. I don't his, like that. Name. <laughs> sinking his vessel, <laughs> anchor in hand. Yeah, yeah. I'll try and get a picture. I'm sure I've got some photos of me on it with my life jacket. On. I'd love to see that actually. <laughs> I'll look at one. Because I think that, I was wearing my Haley Hansen jacket. Remember the, the old Bombay Dreams one? I feel like yeah, you've that told. That's the thing. I feel like. You had told all your stories on here Getting your watch stolen by a magician The watch given to you by yeah, Roy Keane And his he testimonial was, he, was, he was magic um, 
you know, various others getting your, your Range Rover stolen from outside the house. You know, all, 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 everything ends in tragedy. You know, <laughs> everything's slipping away from it. Chaotic life <laughs> is what I've learned. It's not that funny when you think of oh, it. No, it's, it's really not. Um, mm. you're, yeah. you're a Jonah, really. That's what the, yeah. it all comes down to. Yeah, we've still not kicked off at Celtic Park, so let's quickly oh. hear from Gabriel just ahead of that one. Yes, Gordon, Celtics pre-season comes to a close tonight as people have turned out in their thousands to mark the testimonial of James Forrest. The longest... Yes, Gordon, Celtics pre-season comes to a close tonight as people have turned out in their thousands to mark the testimonial of James Forrest. The longest-serving player at the club, having joined 20 years ago, aged just 13. He broke into the first team in 2010, first starting against Motherwell in a 4-0 victory. He's made 467 appearances, scored 101 goals and 13 years later we are here with 11 league titles, 6 Scottish Cups and 5 League Cups under his belt. Only two players, that's Billy McNeil and Bobby Lennox, have more trophies to their name in green and white than Forrest's 22. He will no doubt go down as a modern day Celtic great and at 32 years old he still hopes he has more to give to the club. This match will also be the first time Brendan Rodgers is back in the dugout at Parkhead since his controversial exit in 2019. He's been backed widely by supporters since his reappointment, but fan reaction inside the stadium will nevertheless be interesting when he walks out in a few minutes' time. Tonight's lineup looks close to a full strength, something similar to what Rodgers may pick against Ross County on Flag Day this Saturday. A few interesting selections. New boys Nabrotsky and Kwana pick from the start. Cameron Carter-Vickers returns from an injury layoff. Benjamin Segrist is preferred to Joe Hart in goal. And let's start there. It is Segrist in as number one. Samoki Iwata is right back with Cameron Carter-Vickers and Mike Nabrotsky in the centre of defence. Greg Taylor is on the left-hand side. Kwan plays in midfield with captain Callum McGregor and Rayo Hatate. James Forrest on his special night starts on the right wing. Kyogo plays through the middle. Dazen Maida is off the left. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. We'll get the reaction to that tomorrow. You can almost make no apology for it. There was a, a time where, and I think just everything's moved on, where you, you wouldn't pay any attention maybe to these types of games, but oh. people are people have just got a hunger for football and everyone's over social media and you're listening to shows like this and the season's only a couple of days away. So whatever happens tonight, I still think we, we'll get calls on this tomorrow. Without he doubt. looked good, he didn't. That'll work this season, that won't. I'd like to have seen more of him and so on. You have to because of the, the close proximity of the Ross County game on Saturday, 12.30 kickoff. This is the last dress rehearsal. People want to see whether Quan or Nabrotsky uh, are able to start against Ross County or will Yang come on and prove to be a sensation or what else could happen uh, you can't imagine Celtic starting without Matt O'Reilly but maybe that might happen against Ross County and I believe honestly from day one it's important that Celtic win at 12.30 because if they give Rangers any form of encouragement the Celtic supporters will regard it as a disaster because you, you don't want to be falling behind mm. when your next game is at Pataudry and when the game after that is at Ibrox. Well, dress rehearsals don't always go to plan. Athletic Bilbao are 1-0 up through well. Gomez inside the first couple of minutes. Rio Hatati <laughs> has given the ball away 
And Celtic find themselves behind Oh, who cares? It's only pre-season It's only pre-season Anyway, good time for you to get in touch 01419511025 We're still here until 8 o'clock So give us a shout And we'll try and get you on next Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hear it Watch it Search the YouTube stream now Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard It's been a quick old show Mark Wilson and Hugh old finger, 0073 <laughs> Call him what you will All still here uh, Still time to get your calls in as well Obviously it is a bit of a funny week this Because people are excited and, and they're eager But it, it, it sort of peaks and troughs Mark you, know, you, you become a bit excited and then you can sometimes need to wait for the actual return of the action. That's when you really get your teeth into it. Give us all something to moan about on Monday. Referees will yeah. be getting it in the neck and there'll be good results or bad results. This week feels too long almost, doesn't it? It is. And it's been a long summer. I know you work incredibly hard throughout the year, Gordon, so you would have enjoyed your holidays. But it's it, it's been hard work chatting about you know transfers who may or may not come in and how teams are going to look. But you get... The first glimpse of it is this weekend. People get their weekends back that they rely so heavily upon going to the football. Then afterwards, chatting with you know their friends about what went on in the game, and then coming on here on a Monday to vent their anger or to to you know go about their team's performances. So we're right in the cusp. But I can't wait till it starts back. Hard work. No. Does this guy realise that some people actually graft for Have a living? Jobs, yeah. Honestly, been, people it's, it's, across the nation are chucking things at their TV screens now as well as their radio. Of course, I, it's been hard seas. work. It's been Every time dreadful. Driver, this is not a real job. Dreadful. Every time a taxi driver says to me, what about all those people having a go at you? I say, listen. Some people work for a living. It's better than working. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The privilege you get to sit next to this guy. Yeah. Listen, I used to be boating a bit walk home, and so that's, that's my level that of hard is work. True. I'm still waiting on photoshopped images of Wilson the seaman to add a bit yeah, of that's, life that's just set to, to the story. Dreadful photos <laughs> that he told in. us uh, earlier on. Ross is in Durham Chapel. How's it going, Ross? Not too bad. Going in yourself? Yeah, can't complain. What are you thinking ahead of the new season then? I think it's going to actually be a big miss in the left hand side because. As far as I'm aware, we've not really replaced him this season, so I think he's going to be a really big miss. I mean, Celtic have signed attacking options, so I don't know to what level that will be a replacement, but there has been an attempt there to to make signings, obviously, Hugh, in, in yeah. that rough department. But Jota was extremely effective for Celtic, that, that goes without saying, doesn't it? Well, first and foremost, you have to understand that the club's reasons for letting Jota go the money was incredible and you could not deny Jota the chance to get the kind of wages that he'll be on uh, Are you trying to tell me if Saudi FM Super Scoreboard offered you 50 times your wages you would go well you see I have to break the bad news to the listening audience tonight that I signed my new contract with Clyde <laughs> before the programme started I saw started you getting taken season. into the office yeah. I thought that was oh, you getting the, yeah, the boot imagine a 73 year old signing a new contract but anyway <laughs> Um, but, you know, Jota had to go, but you know, Abada didn't go. For example, everyone mm. concentrates on the negatives. What were the positives? Abada didn't go and said he wants to stay under Brendan Rodgers. Tilio, when he's over his injury, 
will come in and uh, people will get a, a good look at him. Yang, by all accounts, an exciting player. There's plenty to be positive about, sure. Uh, and that that's the way I think the Celtic fans should look it's at it. It's just a compliment though to Jota as well, isn't it, Mark? Yeah. yeah, listen, if we're talking about on the pitch and what Jota brung, of course it's a major blow for Celtic losing him. Financially, it ticks all the boxes and you couldn't stop. It. But what he gave on the pitch in terms of entertainment, goals, assists, you know, all the stuff you need in the final third, what you want your wide man to deliver, he gave over his couple of years at the club so that's incredibly hard to replace and of course Celtic have made signings but it's like any new signing you, you don't actually know how they're going to live up to the tag of the replacement of Jota particularly coming to a club like Celtic you know the pressure that's on strikers and wingers when they come to the club is immense and they have to take that weight on their shoulders also so very interesting time for guys like Tilio, Yang Abada has been there and done it, but can he step up? Maeda, of course, was also uh, always a favourite under Postacoglu. Is he going to be the same under under Rogers? So it could be a totally different look in the wide areas for Celtic this year. I suppose, though, Ross, there was the surprising, I think you would call it that, um, retirement for Aaron Moy. But other than that, Jota is, up until this point, the only first-team player you would have to say that, that has left. Does that... Does that not give you a bit of confidence that there's still a good degree of continuity there? Yeah, I was surprised that Anmoy retired, actually. Um, because I think he was one of our strongest midfielders last season. But in terms of squad, squad leaving and having a uh, low-squad turnover, that's what you're wanting. Yeah, I can't, I can't really quantify this, Mark, but... It feels like there's been lots of change at Celtic this summer because the manager's changed. It's like the biggest change you could get. And then they have signed a number of players. But as, as I just said to, to Ross, it's not like there's not been a rebuild in the sense of losing lots of players. It is, yeah. it is pretty much the same team. I don't know then. Is, is it just because it's the managerial one and there have been players signed that it just maybe feels like yeah. it's more of a turmoil? Yeah, well, because Postacoglu was such a huge figure, his style of play, um, you know, stood out, it was successful uh, and the Celtic fans really just bought into everything he said every time he spoke. You, you take that out the equation then it does seem like a huge loss but when you, you're right, when you pick the bones out of that, um, players have signed new contracts um, who deserve new contracts and the squad's been added to with young players um, and, and some experienced ones at that as well that, that should bolster the squad I think it's the style of play that's maybe got Celtic fans you know, a wee bit of trepidation going into the season I can't believe that Celtic will not spend more money between now and the window closing there is so much money in the bank helped by Jota but I think fans are looking for... I know that Brendan Rodgers has said don't look for a record-breaking transfer mm-hmm. fee, but there must be other players on his mind before this window closes because we can speculate on Yang or Quan or Tilio or Navratsky, but come Saturday, there'll be no more speculation. There will be a demand, and that goes for the Rangers players as well who have come in. There will be a demand... Mm. that they hit the ground running because from 12.30 on Saturday 
it's serious time. Some have got to make way though. If Brendan Rodgers is going to make signings, big score, some have it? got yeah. to make way because you, you're right in saying Jota's the only big one that's went at the door. Okay, there's been a couple of loans and a couple of players lowered in the pecking order that's went. But how are you going to fit in these new players to the players that have won, you know, everything over the past couple of years? You know, it's not... Uh, the, these players that Ange Postacoglu had are all young enough that you would think would get better, never mind being shifted on. So it's a hard act to follow Ange Postacoglu. It's a fine balance. Brendan Rodgers has to get it right. Yes, interesting couple of weeks coming up. Other clubs have been bolstering their options ahead of the new season. Motherwell have signed Theo Bayer who was at St Johnston last season. We do a very quick check when it's strikers, don't we? We see, oh, how many games did they play last season? How many goals did they score? And he was in our division as well. So, you know, it was a, a level that you can compare. He played 31 times for St Johnston and only scored one goal, which, you know, clearly is, is not the type of return he or St Johnston would have been looking for. It's maybe not the type of return that would immediately enthuse Motherwell fans but I think you just have to be fairer don't you you have to just give the problem for Motherwell give people a chance Van Veen was mm. pretty much a one man team last season the number of goals that he scored made a huge difference to Motherwell and the fans are concerned that they mm. might not get that kind of return they won't get that kind yeah, of return and, from and, and, but maybe you don't even have to Mark no. who, who's to say that Theo Bear under a, a new manager in a different set of circumstances doesn't develop and other players step up to the plate of course, of course it's going to be a challenge of course it is but the idea is clearly going to be to maybe spread the load a bit more of course he's going to be a piece of a jigsaw that will hopefully look a lot better as a team than they did last season rather than relying on Van Veen um, Bear, you know because he didn't do it for one club doesn't mean he's not going to come in and fit Kettlewell's way of playing he talked about it being a project He's got a history of developing young players into something better than what they started out to be and that'll be the hope for Bear. So um, they definitely need more players though because, you know, the the squad looks thin um, and when you lose your talisman like you have in Van Veen then you do need to spread the load. Mm. Uh, and I noticed, you know, Kilmarnock bringing, well, I was going to say bringing players in. Liam Donnelly was there last season. They've re-signed them though after... Um, a couple of, of weeks or months over the summer. I think that takes Derek McInnes, if you include that, up to 11. That's just the type of rebuild that lots of our clubs go through in the summer, isn't it? Well, isn't it a real demanding return to the new season for Kilmarnock? Rangers at Rugby Park. Uh, Rangers will be looking to really make a statement about the new signings at the weekend. Derek McInnes has been handed the, arguably one of the toughest assignments that a manager can get on day one and you know the, the the obvious thing about Kilmarnock last season away from home they were an absolute dead loss and they have to pick up on that away form returning favourite as well Stuart Finlay back in yes. as well yeah, did incredibly well first time round yeah I mean Derek's been on to say that you're talking mince because <laughs> Spittle Casey Butcher were all good last year I don't ever stick up for you I don't really like doing it to be honest um, I think you you meant in front of goal in terms of the, the goal load I don't think you meant yeah. that no other Motherwell player played well but, um, no 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 of course not but I mean to, to you know to replace a man who got the number of goals that Kevin Van Veen got last season is a real tall order uh, Ian Beale's brother has sent a, a, a fairly primitive you, um, Photoshop version of you with your sinking boat. But listen, Ian Beale's brother, it's better than I could do. Hold on, that's uh, his name. The effort. On. What's his name? 
I, uh, what we call this now? It's not Twitter anyway. No, is it, well, is it yeah, X whatever. Or it's still whatever. Twitter to me. Ian Beale's brother, and he's also <laughs> a picture brother. of Michael Beale. Right, See okay. He's done there. Aye, clever. Great. Anyway. So he sent a picture of me, has he? Well, sort of. You're right. like pasted onto the side of a I don't know, but I see that. Nah, you don't. Anyway, thank you to Hugh Evans, looking great, and Mark Wilson, looking fine, average. Thanks. Uh, we are back tomorrow. I think that's two out of two. I don't think we did anything wrong that's going to get us taken off tonight. So we're back tomorrow, and the question is just what level of moisturiser will Marvin Bartley apply to his biceps and how tight will his t-shirt be <laughs> will he have a new Queen of the South t-shirt for this season or not so many questions to be answered and we'll do that tomorrow Marvin back alongside Simon Donnelly looking forward to it thank you very much for listening and watching those of you who did it's still all new and shining it's a novelty it might wear off eventually but it was a pleasure and we are back tomorrow at 6 with the guys as I said remember you can catch up with the show on YouTube it'll still be there you can watch it back thousands of you did last night which is remarkable thank you very much and the podcast available as always wherever you get your podcasts we'll speak to you at 6 o'clock tomorrow we'll get music from Justin Timberlake and David Guetta with Lindsay Gibson up next